0: It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment rights. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments, or to learn how to become a guest or sponsor of Gun Sports Radio. Now, here are your hosts, Dave, Joe, and Michael. All right, folks,
1: welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. And no, that was not Michael Schwartz.
2: <laughs> I can imitate
1: Michael. If you Michael want to Schwartz has gotten very attractive in the last <laughs> day, a week or two. Now, Michael's off today and we have the head of San Diego County gun owners. Don't, don't let anybody kid you. Wendy Hoffman. How you doing, Wendy?
3: Good. Thanks for having me. Get a
1: little closer to the... You can drag it to you, by the way, too, so pull it around. So, uh, all right. Hey, folks, you can look for all our shows on your favorite podcast platform. It's super simple. Just go to gunsportsradio.com, and uh, and then what you can do is just download it, take a listen, and this hour is brought to you by Firearms Legal Protection. And they are very good friends. And firearms legal protection is by far the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out on their website at firearmslegal.com. California assault weapon law makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform pattern rifle into a straight-pull bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution, no milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford at Cali Key. Check Cali Key out at calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. All right, our special guest host today is Wendy Hoffman. She's from San Diego County Gun Owners and Not Me, San Diego Project Coordinator, how are you today, dear?
3: Great. Thanks for having me.
1: I know. Is this your first time on radio? Uh,
3: I've called in before, but I've never uh,
1: been, been in. in the room. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, so our very, very first guest is, do you want to introduce him?
3: Morgan Ballas with yeah. Defensive Tactics and Firearms and U.S. Law Shield to talk about their upcoming self-defense seminar.
1: Fantastic. Morgan, welcome to the show.
4: Dave, Joe, Wendy, thank you so much for having me back on. Super excited!
1: So uh, you gotta, so you're you're able to do a self defense seminar with all of this uh, COVID uh, restrictions.
4: Uh, yes, yes. Well, we're we're doing it as a webinar. So um, how oh. this came about is that we we recognize that with um, a lot of the protests, a lot of the things that are going on. We have individuals that they want to protect their businesses, they want to protect their homes, they want to protect themselves. um, And we wanted to make sure that they understood the legal considerations. um, If you are going to protect your business or your home um, and you find yourself in the middle of a protest or something that evolves and becomes a riot, and that's really the premise of what we're trying to do is help educate the uh, 2A community and really the community in general about um, the legal considerations um, of protecting yourself and your family during a uh, riot.
1: Gotcha. Because, you know, nowadays, I mean, how do business owners really know what their rights are? Because, I mean, no one's really, you know, no one's really wrote it out and told anybody.
4: Absolutely, yes. So we we wanted to, um, we we teamed up with U.S. Law Show and then also through the help of uh, San Diego and uh, Riverside County Gun Owners. um, And we really just wanted to be able to educate our community and say, look at it, if you're going to um, go out and support your community and those local businesses and and help provide that protection, here are some legal considerations for you. Um, But also, what are your rights um, if you find yourself Uh, You know, in the middle of a riot or in the middle of one of these protests and and you're being targeted as a victim, Mm -hmm. you know, avoidance is always the key. But there's times where we just truly can't avoid some of these situations. Um, And so we wanted to help be able to provide the community with some of those answers so that way they can make an educated decision. Uh, At the end of the day, get home safe, Mm -hmm. but also to be able to avoid some of those legal consequences as well.
2: So, so Morgan, can you talk a little bit about that as an instructor anyway? Um, Because we just had this discussion yesterday. I had to go back through and do my um, renewal class for my CCW and was having this discussion with Bill DC yesterday. And, you know, given what's going on right now with, you know, the potential for riots and stuff like that, um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, if you have to defend, say, your house or, you know, not so much, a, I guess, a business too, but but the more the bigger concern I guess is um, you know if those things spill into in the neighborhoods and you've got to defend your house um, because in California you know you can't use deadly force to defend property, so at what point does that cross over what what do you have to watch out for there
4: yeah I, I think that, that that's the key of what we talk about in our in our training um, it'll also be a key point of the um, uh, the uh, webinar that we're hosting this Wednesday, and it's it, it really comes down to how do you articulate that you met the standard to use force um, legally for self-defense? And we'll be covering some of those concepts. Uh, John Dilland um, will, will be uh, uh, on the panel with us to help answer those questions and directly tie it back into penal codes and different California statutes, and what we really want to give is we want to give the audience those two perspectives. Here is the legal aspect, and then here are some of those tactical considerations as well um, that you, you want to consider and that um, you need to take into account if you find yourself in these situations. Because there's times where we may legitimately um, be able to defend ourselves, but we've maybe inadvertently escalated the situation without <laughs> even really realizing it. And we've almost forced ourselves in a position to to have to use some level of force, so we were going to talk about those considerations as well,
2: yeah, and that's something too nowadays because like I'm out in East County and lakeside, and there's a number of people from the community that have kind of organized you know there were a lot of rumors that these people were going to come to our community and and you know try to burn down our community. so people got together and they've they've kind of been uh you know driving around as as kind of eyes and ears for the sheriffs. And, um, you know, when you start talking about that kind of stuff, if you're a gun owner, especially a concealed carry type person, um, you know, you really can't be involved in that thing. Because I think just like you were saying, if you put yourself in a situation that's likely to escalate or that could escalate, then you kind of lose a lot of that defense there. You know, if something does happen... You know, and you're trying to say it was self-defense and the argument's going to come back that, well, you put yourself in that situation. You didn't need to. So, uh, you know, people need to be aware of that, I think. And you guys are going to cover that kind of stuff as well in your seminar? Yeah.
4: Actually, what we're going to do is we're going to take some of the biggest headlines from here within California. Um, Some of business owners getting on their rooftops with guns. Um, Some of civilians pulling out firearms against protesters some of civilians just being randomly attacked on the freeway, and we're, we're going to actually use those um, reports as case studies to discuss um, the concepts exactly like you're talking about. Um, but really what you're talking about is what, what we like to call the Rambo concept or essentially what it is is you're going to be portrayed by the other side as a vigilante You're out there trying to take justice into your own hands. You're almost antagonizing a situation. And if you look at the standard for a manslaughter charge, it's essentially you provoking a situation to occur. And it ends up in the result of someone losing their life. So those will be some of the concepts we talk about because we just really want individuals to understand. And this even goes for protesters themselves about those considerations and how you're going to be portrayed um, to those twelve jurors if, if it gets that far,
2: yeah, and it's so important to talk about that stuff too, because um, a lot of it is not what most people would consider common sense. Um, a lot of gun owners, I think being raised on movies and all the other stuff that we mm-hmm. see. Um, you know, a lot of times you would think, okay, well, this is a legitimate. I'm defending myself, I'm defending my home or something. And uh, it's not always that way. It's, it's it's extremely important to be aware of that stuff and what, what you would need to articulate should you be in an incident like that.
4: Yeah, uh, and we're also going to talk about what it means to brandish a firearm. What, how do you differentiate between brandishing and presenting a firearm and self-defense? Uh, again, how do you articulate that? And I also just want to say, you know, we're not here to take a position on one side or the other in terms of what's going on right now. The, the concepts we're going to talk about they also apply to protesters we've got a lot of people asking us well can i show up to a protest with a firearm is that legal here within california so we're going to be answering some of those questions as well Um, no matter what side you find yourself on the, the concepts are going to be relevant
1: right and i think with all this protesting has brought up a ton of questions just like you said i had a really good friend of mine he has a watch store and he got broke into during one of the the rioting, and he says you will not believe the amount of paperwork he's dealing with, you know, just to justify, you know, insurance claims and and who's right and who's wrong, and yeah. So I think there's a ton of unanswered questions, and I think it's great you're doing it. How uh, how do people get on this uh, web webinar?
4: So, so um, th- there's a link to Eventbrite, but the best way is to actually go to our Facebook page. It's Defensive Tactics and Firearms, um, and then you'll be able to sign to get the link there. Okay. It's 100% completely free. Uh, Where our goal is also to record it, so that way it becomes available um, later as well for people to take in that concept. And Perfect. what's great about all this is I actually reached out to Mike and John earlier this week. And they were like, man, we literally just recorded a, a, a topic on what you guys are talking about now. So it's just, it's the perfect timing. We want to make sure people are educated so they understand the risks that they expose themselves to. Um, and then also, God forbid, if they have to defend themselves legally or from like a liability lawsuit, um, how do they articulate that as well?
1: All right, buddy. Well, hey, thank you very much for taking time, not only out of your Sunday but also I'm uh, doing this webinar on Wednesday. Morgan Bayless from Defense Tactics. Thank you much, sir. Talk to you down the road. so much for having me. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer.
0: Stay caught. There's more Gun Sports Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego.
1: Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible red flag laws here in the lovely state of California? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Joe, and I use them. Uh, firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Call Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com or call the 469-310-9100. Hey, the refi bell is ringing, and it's ringing loud. So home mortgage interest rates have dropped to a historic low. So if you're looking to buy, refi, or maybe even considering a reverse mortgage, give uh, the folks a call at our local mortgage guy, Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash Alpine. All right, Wendy, we have another guest on the line. Since you're taking Mr. Schwartz's place, you're doing all the heavy lifting.
3: I am. So I'm super excited to announce and introduce Julie Golub. She's a veteran, a competitive shooter with USPSA and IPSC. She's got over 130 titles. Wow. She's a hunter, an author, a wife, and a mom. So I'm really happy to introduce her. Welcome, Julie. Oh, thanks so much for having me, guys.
5: Great. So God, She
3: doesn't sound old enough to have all that under her
5: belt
1: already. What's up with you, girl?
5: It's all in the voice.
1: Okay, that's good. That's what we like to hear. Well, we're so, so happy to have you uh, on the show today. We're always looking forward to exciting new guests, so tell us what you got for us.
3: So I wanted to start by talking about a project that you've been involved with for a while, um, you're the official spokesperson for Project Child Safe with National Shooting Sports Foundation, and the project provides some really good information about how to talk to kids about guns. So um, I wanted to start by asking um, how how do you like to approach discussing things like personal protection or even good guys versus bad guys, particularly with young children.
5: That's such a great question, you know, especially now that we have so many new gun owners among us. um, It's a really important conversation to have. It's not one of those that you just assume that kids will pick up later on. I like to take a very proactive stance, just like when we talk to our kids about not touching the hot stove or maybe not playing with knives, the chef's knives in the kitchen, that sort of thing. We need to have the conversation with firearms at a very young age. So as young as kids are able to understand the word no, um, that's when you start to incorporate these conversations in life. That doesn't mean you go through with, you know, the basic four rules of firearm safety when somebody's two years old, (laughs) but you start introducing them two firearms make them less of a taboo especially if you have them in the home and make sure that you are going to be the resource that they come to to trust because you don't want kids to go to their friend's house or someone else to get that information it should be coming from you
3: great i love that i love the analogy of the the knives and the hot stove too um, and it's so interesting about how even really young children, so my my daughters are four and one, and Aww. they're adorable. Um, and the four year old <laughs> you know, the four- year old has been picking up really interesting things that I've never told her. so it's it's been a really interesting conversation that we've had to have with them too, about um, about how firearms are used and you know how mommy protects. Um, you know, her and her little sister. So, um, so one of the things that uh, one of my next questions is, you know, my four-year-old knows that I'm a firearms instructor and we've even started talking about the safety rules and all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, stop, don't touch, um, leave the room, tell an adult. But we haven't really gotten into too much detail because one of the biggest reasons is because kids don't know what boundaries are. So I have a friend whose son is just a little bit older than my daughter, and he went through a phase where he would tell everybody that he saw that, hey, mommy has a gun.
1: (laughs) Teachers love that.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, obviously they had many, many conversations about privacy and boundaries, but do you um, you have any advice there about how to start the conversation um, with, Safety and privacy, and and even at what age?
5: I think that universally, the the message that we all preach, you know, stop, don't touch, go tell an adult adults that if you find a firearm, is one that even educators can appreciate, right? But it's when we get into the details of, oh, mommy has a gun, or daddy has a gun that he hunts with, or uses in a sport, or uses in self protection, that sort of thing, or as a police officer. That's where we get kind of dicey, and this is where you as a parent need to come in and kind of gauge things. I have two daughters as well, and they are night and day. <laughs> One is a talker and will share everything, and the other is not. And it's very important for you as a, a parent to not just have a one-size-fits-all educational process when it comes to firearms in your home, and really evaluate based on each child. And your younger children are going to learn from your older children's. So, if you have a child that is uh, very forthright and very sharing, and uh, kind of a, you know, there are great qualities to that, but you may need to take a step back on how you introduce them to the world of gun ownership and the rules that you're going to have in place. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to creating this family system, right? This this family value system where you are your special unit and you have to trust one another to build on that. And it takes time, especially when you're, you're talking about little, little ones. So mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all a case-by-case basis.
3: That's awesome. Um, and I, I hear you have some really great resources to talk about these things with kids. Do you want to share a little bit well, about your book? Why, thank you. (laughs)
5: Um, You know, one of the things I found, especially becoming a mom, was there was a lot of very good information out there regarding different programs um, and that universal message of avoidance that we we teach children when it comes to firearms. But I wanted to kind of take it a little bit step further. So I wrote a children's book called Toys, Tools, Guns and Rules, a children's book about gun safety, and it talks about that universal message, but it also goes into a little bit more detail. Tail. It doesn't use animals. It doesn't use, you know, fantastic ideas or concepts, but it just shows real people from all walks of life that use firearms and different types of firearms, as well as the dangerous parts of firearms. We tell children not to touch the stove. The stove specifically is a burner or the oven, that sort of thing. So it goes into those details of being aware of what a muzzle is and what happens when you press a trigger, that sort of thing. So um, it's, it's been very well received and very proud of it. And, and of course it was for selfish reasons because I wanted that for my own kids.
1: Where, where can people get the book?
5: Uh, it's through uh, Amazon. You can definitely get it there. Or if you go to my website, juliegolob.com, J-U-L-I-E-G-O-L-O-B, you can find that information there.
1: Wait a minute do that a little slower from us old people j
5: u l i e g o
3: l o b
1: Thank you Now is there a link on uh, San Diego county gun owners
3: We'll make that happen
1: all right so that way we'll throw that out there maybe we'll put it on well it's not maybe we'll put that on the gun sports radio website as well what age group what age group is that was that book written for?
5: This book is written for young children. So again, that three to seven year old range and uh, even older, um, my older daughter, she's uh, 12 now, likes to read it to my younger daughter.
3: So it it definitely has a basis that can grow with you. Gotcha.
1: Wow. That's awesome.
3: Great. I love that it brings in the realistic, you know, aspects of firearm ownership too. It's not just a, a... glossing over the dangerous parts. So that's that's yeah. great. I'm definitely going to pick one up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny,
1: Julie, <laughs> when I was a kid, it was part of growing up that dad right. and my grandparents showed me how started with a BB gun, you know, worked our way up to a 22 and safety was one of the prime, you know, primary, you know, concerns. And then a generation sort of got away from that. Maybe two generations got away from that. And are you starting to see it coming back? with today's generation?
5: I am. You know, it's really, really funny. I, I view myself as kind of the generation that was a little bit lost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up in the shooting sports in the 80s and the 90s, I had no real peers. I There were very, very few junior competitors out there. Mm-hmm. But now, my goodness, we are seeing young ladies, young boys out there enjoying the shooting sports, sharing the message. It's really an exciting time.
1: That's fantastic. So well, I guess because you're so engaging, we're going to keep you for another segment.
5: <laughs> so, well, thank you.
1: <laughs> sit back and relax. We're going to take a small break. This is Gun Sports Radio FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The Answer.
0: to Gun Sports Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Jermisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters and Gun Sports Radio already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. AO Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns in stock, and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at AO Sword. They're also a professional gunsmiths with a full-range machine shop that can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. AO Sword Firearms is, is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison in El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. Keep for yourself with their legal and technical updates on Facebook. Check out AOSword.com or call at 619-749-4867. The segment sponsorship is Dillon Law Group. If you have legal matters that involve anything gun-related, call the Dillon Law Group, Attorney John Dillon. If it's red flag laws related, gun registration, gun transportation, storage, any question gun-related, call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. 760-642-7150. That's 760-642-7150. Or you can visit their website at Dillonlaw. GP.com. That's DylanLawGP.com. Let John Dylan do the gunning for you. All right, Wendy, you want to reintroduce our guests?
3: Yeah, welcome back, Julie Golub, a veteran, competitive shooter. And we were talking a little bit about um, guns and talking about guns with children. So, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there. So I wanted to transition the conversation a little bit to when the kids get a little bit older. So you said your kids um, your older one is 12 so mm-hmm. I imagine that she's been to the range with you a few times. So how did that look for you? What was that experience like for you and what was like what was it like for her?
5: You know, it's very interesting. I uh, grew up around the shooting sports because of my father. I was a little range rat. I hung out with him on the range since (laughs) I was very small and uh, I loved every minute of it. And uh, being able to share that with my own daughter was like, it gave me a whole different perspective and an understanding as a parent. (laughs) So I I get all gushy when I think about it. Um, But she's actually not only been to the range with me, having fun plinking and that sort of thing. She's actually uh, competed with me too in rimfire competitions with a little 22. And it's been a a, a total blast, pun intended. Um, We we really enjoyed it together as like mommy daughter time. And, And we're seeing more of that too. It's not just, you know, dads and young boys or dads and daughters at the range, you know, there are a lot of moms out there that are enjoying it too. So it's a really great opportunity to spend time with your kids outside and enjoying something together.
3: Absolutely. So I know we had talked a little bit about how gun safety for children really depends on the child and their maturity level and their um, ability to comprehend the, the, you know, the ramifications of using a firearm. So what kind of age range do you recommend?
5: So, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more on the, uh, you know, safety side of things than a lot of other people. I truly believe that anybody on the range should know and understand the basic rules of firearm safety before they pull a trigger. And so if that means, you know, you're five and you get it, great. It means if you're 95 and you don't get it, then <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we know some of those. Really- yeah. <laughs> There's really no magic age. And it really comes down to knowing and understanding what happens when you're holding a firearm in your hands and being able to to handle it in a safe manner and following those basic firearm safety rules. So with our oldest daughter, we, you know, went through the rules with her over and over and over again before she was able to shoot. We went and took her shooting for the first time when she was five. She's got five shots because she was five. And then she oh. was done, and that was it. <laughs> she didn't yeah. want anymore, and that was a, a very important kind of learning experience for us as parents because we we're, you know, both, you know, really interested in shooting and loving and passionate. I mean, I do it for a living, um, and to have her be like, "Yeah, cool, I hit my target five times. I'm done. Peace out." <laughs> <But> <laughs> I know I'm, like, I'm a little oh, worried okay. about
3: that happening to me too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you, but see, that's one of the things that you have to accept because if if the daughter or the son doesn't want to do it anymore you can't force them Mm -hmm. into it It,
5: it exactly it has to
1: be a passion just like the passion that because i mean when and, and julie with first time you shot did you not say oh my gosh i love this
5: So I had been around guns for so long that it wasn't that it was like a great anticipation moment for me. It wasn't one of those things where I'm going shooting for the first time kind of thing. Um, Whereas her situation was a little bit. Everybody has a unique experience with firearms. And, and that's something we have to remember. Now, fast forward to when she was 10, she was ready to go. She's like, Mama, I want to be like you. I want to spend time with you. And we, we had a completely different experience and scenario on the range where we went out and we went training every few days and we got ready for our first competition and all of that good stuff. Um, but it, it's about a pace and it's about respecting, yet at the same time making it a lot of fun i can't stress that enough it can't be about just this is what you need to do this is how you have to do it blah 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 you build those lessons beforehand so that when you are on the
3: range it's about hitting the target and celebrating those moments right that's great you got to keep it a really positive experience for the kids and fun Mm -hmm. yeah it's got to be fun for the
1: kids if they got to be serious but it's also got to be fun it's just like when they hit the target they hit a bullseye it's a, it's a celebration, you know, you, you hit the target. Yeah.
5: yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm a big fan of, you know, we grew up clinking tin cans for crying out loud for a reason, right? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. They do things, yeah. they fall <laughs> over and uh, they make sounds. And, and so whether it's balloons or, or, you know, cans or steel or whatever, just make it a lot, of a lot of fun. Yeah.
3: So what, Style of gun would you recommend? I mean, you know, we've talked about BB guns. I've got a cricket set aside for my daughter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's waiting. It's got her name on it. Um, yeah. What What are your recommendations there?
5: You know, a lot of it comes down to. Um, you know, size and strength issues. I found that uh, as much as I feel that rifles are a really great way to start little ones because they're a little bit easier to control and you have two hands on different points and you have your shoulder to rest and mm. and that sort of thing, strength isn't so much an issue. Um, it, it, length of pull is a huge, huge challenge with young children, especially with you know, their arms and their face size and everything else. Um, So I actually found greater success with a handgun with my kiddos. Um, But that means a lot more extra training, a lot more discipline with a muzzle and all of that. Um, But no matter what, either an air gun, a BB gun or 22, I recommend that universally regardless of age, because at the end of the day, it's about learning the fundamentals of shooting and recoil is a big distractor. So learn on a 22, it's easy, it's less expensive, and it's going to allow you to hit your target so that you can transition those skills to something bigger
1: later. That's great advice. Yeah,
3: Yeah. thank you for that. I never really thought about the length of pull. And, you know, now that I think about it more, the cheek weld is probably going to be an issue because she's actually left-handed. Oh, is she? Uh, And it's a right-handed ticket, so... Uh, Yeah, it can be very frustrating because you, as a teacher, know what you know, right?
5: Mm -hmm. And then trying to mold somebody way much smaller and into something that isn't really fit for them can be very, very challenging. Now that said, I know plenty of, of young kids who are like, I'm going to make it happen, right? It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to figure it out. And they're they're that way, but you have to gauge it. You know, you have to figure out the length of their concentration and how much interest they have in order to make sure that again, it's a fun
3: experience for mm. both of you.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing.
3: Very good. Um, so I just wanted to drop a line that I love your Feel Good Friday posts. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you've been sharing some feel good news from the shooting industry on Facebook Live and I think YouTube too, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done a few on YouTube as well. Thank you for that. It's
5: it's It's been fun. There's a lot of... A lot of negativity in the world today so it's nice to share some positive things when we can
1: mm-hmm. well throw one at us what was this week's
5: well, this week, I, I actually took a week off. I've taken <laughs> the past couple of weeks off due to some, some crazy stuff at home. But, um, you know, it, as far as the firearms industry, it's so exciting to see how much they've stepped up to help with the coronavirus specifically. So i highlighted, you know, Federal Premium and Smith & Wesson for building face masks and making donations and really being active in their communities. And it's the stuff that you'll never hear about in mainstream media because nobody wants to hear about that. Right. Nobody wants to hear about the thousands of masks that a gun company made to donate to local hospitals. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I spoofed it as, you know, Smith & Wesson's latest new product is a
3: face shield. Uh-huh. I saw the picture. It, was, it yeah. was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, but it'll be funny. banned in California. It'll never make the <laughs> roster. So, you know, that's, you know how that goes.
5: I do. I do know. Maybe if there's a, a, what do you
3: guys have to have on there? Some sort of additional thumb hole or what? I don't, I don't know. even
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> chamber
3: indicator on the face mask Right.
1: <laughs> and it's got to have a serial number on it in case you kill somebody with that mask we got to be able to right. follow you down know, right it's so crazy where are you based at it
5: is. i am in the kansas city area
1: oh well that's why you don't have to deal with this craziness out here
5: it's a little bit different, but I was born and raised in upstate New York. So I do understand and know the challenges, uh, and, and grew up during the assault weapons ban while I was trying to compete. So I appreciate everything that you guys are going through and, and, uh, thank you for fighting the good fight.
1: Well, we, if we don't fight the good fight in California, it's just like, you know, emission laws, you know, they built a 49 car and a 50th car with California because of emission laws and then once they got it figured out everybody had to follow the standards i'm not saying it's bad but that's what they're going to do with gun ownership is if they can get it through out here then it's going to float back to kansas and we don't want that to happen so yeah we're we're not going to move out of california we're just going to stay here and fight the fight
5: i appreciate you
1: yeah well you've been absolutely wonderful so how do people find your book again
5: they can head over to my website juliegolob.com j u l i e g o l o b
1: and the name of the book is
5: toys tools guns and rules a children's book about gun safety you can also just search for it on amazon as well
1: all right and if you, anybody want to follow your your uh, your shooting experiences i'm sure you're on facebook
5: Yep, it's just my name. Just my (laughs) name. You'll be able to find. You'll find me. It's pretty unique,
3: though. Except for the Julie part, that's pretty pretty common, but.
1: Uh, Wendy, anything else?
3: I just wanted to say thank you for being here, and it was great talking to you.
1: How about you, Joe? You've been talking (laughs) so much. I'm saving myself. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's got his own segment here coming up, so he's got to be ready, Freddie. All right, Julie. Well, hey, keep up the great work, and one day, hopefully, you'll come to California. We'll bring you in studio and we'll have a ton of fun.
5: that would be fun. Thanks so much.
1: All right. Thank we're gonna you. Take, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Guns Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks. What's the best defense for self-defense and those (laughs) horrible new red flag laws here in California? Firearms legal protection. Mike Lance and I use them. So does Joe. Firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com or you can call them at 469-310-9100. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. This segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego. I call to Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges. All about service but just not the high prices that you'd find at Nordstrom's. They'll take care of you like family. 7853 Balboa Avenue uh in San Diego go to the gun range san diego thegunrange san diego.com that's thegunrange san for hours and days and with that Jason Stevens on the line. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing fine, Dave. How are you? Just having a blast. It seems like we just talked to you yesterday. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought we are so busy. I thought for everybody listening. We were so busy that I tried calling yesterday. Nah. And <laughs> hey I, I legitimately thought it was Sunday.
1: So Wendy is hanging in for Michael Schwartz, and we had a, con- a conversation <laughs> off air, which is way better uh-huh. than on air. And do you yeah. have any idea how many new gun owners we have in San Diego County?
6: Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I couldn't even begin to venture a guess. Thousands. Thousands and thousands and thousands. That's my best guess right
1: there. So you're you're selling a lot of guns to people. How many of them are taking up safety classes?
6: A lot of them. A lot of them are. There's already sort of a safety demonstration when you do purchase a firearm. Uh, But we're also offering another class called Get to Know Your Gun. It's $75 for a half-hour personalized session uh, with somebody who can show you, you know, kind of everything about that particular gun that you bought, the Quirks, Uh, things you can do with it, all that stuff. How to clean it, take it apart. But uh, that's what we got going on there. Yeah.
3: So, what uh, have have you guys all been bringing back? Uh, group training classes.
6: Uh, group classes? No, not really. We kind of just mm-hmm. do the personalized one-on-ones. Uh, no, no real groups right now.
1: Well, right, until the COVID thing is
3: gone. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as that, as soon as that, you know, goes off the map finally, then yeah, we'll be doing all that stuff, all that good stuff again.
3: Well, you'll see me soon.
6: Yeah. Well, great. It's always nice seeing you.
3: Yeah. You know, I've gotten so many requests in the last um, couple couple of months, but you know, especially yeah. in the last couple of weeks, so many requests uh-huh. for classes. So you'll yeah. Maybe, um, See are you think? Students? Are you think
1: these are new gun owners that are reaching out to you?
3: Definitely, yeah. There's been oh, a yeah. lot of new people who are interested in learning, which is awesome, um, and a lot of people who need help picking the right um, and gun. figuring out what what gun to buy. Yeah, exactly. Because
1: that's a tough <laughs> that's a tough call, and I'm sure Jason, you get a lot of people coming in just saying, "I want a gun."
6: Oh my God, I couldn't tell you how many times <laughs> that's just happened today. Yeah, you know, I had like a gun. Well, I think I'll take a look over here, and I see that, you know, there isn't—we're uh, kind of running scarce at the you moment. I think, uh, think? Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're really just—we're we're, kind of right in the line here. We do have guns, but, uh, yeah, this stuff is running out, so you definitely want to come by and grab something while you still can.
1: And you don't buy a gun on looks.
6: <laughs> no, you don't. No, I mean, you, I mean, you could— uh, but Wait. we'll be honest with you, as you know, as opposed to is this a good gun for your purpose? You know, are you looking for competition? Are you looking for defense? And we'll kind of just be honest with you. You know, this is what I think might be better. Uh, if that's what you want, that's cool. But this is what it's good for. You know, that kind of thing.
1: Right. Well, it's just because I, I I I use my own example. Uh, this gun store uh, that I got my gun from, you guys, I didn't know you, and these guys are now out of business, uh, and I totally understand why. I got a yeah. gun for my wife, and she can't shoot it.
6: No no, what kind of gun
1: Smith and Wetson so, she can't yeah. rack it you know, and I know you guys ah. keep telling me to drag her down here and you'll show her how to do that, but you know if if the gun store I bought it from would have would have asked a few more questions and right. asked her to come in too, I wouldn't have to buy mm-hmm. a second gun not that I'm a object to buy not. a second gun it's just that
6: right you're... yeah that's absolutely right, you know a lot of a lot of people, um, a lot of people do have trouble racking the slide on a gun. You know, for whatever reason, uh, whatever reason that may be. Right. Uh, sometimes you might want to get a revolver. Sometimes, you know, right. kind of like she might want to consider, you know, maybe a snub nosed revolver, right. something like that, or or something just with an easier slide to rack.
1: Well, she when she was at uh, the prom last year, she found yeah. a couple of uh. revolvers that she loved. Oh. She they fit in her hand. She was comfortable with it. You know, so uh-huh. so that's our that's our next uh that's our next move. Yeah.
6: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm a sucker for revolvers. So that's hey, if she needs help at all, please send her down, talk to me, and I will help her myself.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny too, and, and I'm gonna be the first to admit this on air live. I tell everybody yeah. if, <laughs> if, if, if never go buy a car for your wife or girlfriend. You know, let no, her make no, So what do I do? <laughs> I buy a gun for my wife and she doesn't even get to see it, touch it. <laughs> I mean, how stupid am I? And I and it kills oh. me every time I think about it cuz I hawk on I mean, I hound people. You know, hey, I want to get a car for my wife. No, 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 no. You do not want to get a car for your wife, you know.
3: The car analogy is no, perfect. Definitely for you, not. Uh, no. I I tell people yeah, I tell women specifically that it's like a pair of jeans or a uh. pair of shoes. And you never know what it's going to uh, feel like until you wear them for a while.
1: That's right. And you never that's let your husband true. buy you a pair of exactly. shoes or a pair of Levi's, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, if
6: you send her down over here in her Mark II Supra, I'll give her the Dave Stall discount. Okay, oh. I got to fi- let me drive it around the block a couple times.
1: I got to <laughs> fire that up and bring it down because if you're an enthusiast, we got to get that thing back on the road. But yeah, no, that is cool. But seriously, you know, and the training, you know, it's it's not that expensive. And you could do training as much as you want because you could never ever get enough training. In fact, you still do training. We do. Oh
6: yeah, we do. You know, time to time, uh, I'm sure Wendy does lots of stuff. Probably a lot more than I do. Uh, I'm, I yeah, I'm willing to bet a lot of money that Wendy does a lot more, you know, professional level training than than I do. I've done a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm a certified instructor, but not not on her. I'm not on her level. Oh, all thank
3: you. I'm sure you're no.
6: fantastic. We should raise your chair. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean I'm, I am mean, I'm, I'm fantastic in Call of Duty and you know just
1: <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Oh, that's true training, yeah, but, no uh... doubt about it.
6: <laughs> right. Yeah, I can I can I can I can do stuff just wendy's the real expert as far as training goes.
1: So, you made a statement a little bit earlier about training yeah. and that uh, was taking the gun apart. Why does somebody need to know how to take a gun apart?
6: Well, to field strip a gun, you know, just for you know, basic maintenance, basic cleaning, uh, that kind of thing. You know, some guns like Glock, Springfield XDs, HK USPs. A lot of guns nowadays are pretty easy to field strip. Other guns, uh, 1911s, uh, certain you know, certain other brands, it just there's a little more involvement in, in taking the gun apart. CZ can be a little tricky for people, so it's important to know how to just field strip your gun just to give it a quick cleaning after you shoot it every few times or. If you're like me, I, I do it every single time I shoot. I'm just one of those change your oil every 3,000 miles kinds of guys. Sure. But uh, yeah, that's that's an, that's definitely important to to know. Sometimes uh, we've got a lot of new members lately. They'll uh, they'll take advantage of our, our cleanings, or we have two gun cleanings on a, every month for a gold membership, and they'll give us a gun. And just a couple days ago, someone said, "Hey, I bought this Glock about 12 years ago," and uh, it's like, "In fact, you sold it to me." And I took it, and I don't think the thing had been cleaned once. <gasps> uh, but you know, uh, it still functioned. And just so, just little things like that, little horror stories like that, are you, you really do want to keep your gun clean? To do that, you have to know how to take it apart.
1: That's I, it. I still know how to field strip an M14. Yeah. Much yeah. as I have to say. <laughs> it. But that's another story. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. I think it is. I, I no, think once having- do it a couple times. Was like driving a stick. You just you have to do a few times you'll never forget it. Joe, do you uh field strip your guns?
2: Yeah, but it's fortunate cuz I've got 3 glocks which are, are easy. The uh, 1911 was ah. definitely more challenging <laughs> and I still have not tried the Ruger Mark III ah. Uh yeah, oh, I hear getting it apart yeah. is okay. Putting it back together okay. is the challenge. And Michael nice. Schwartz that- he's
1: still looking for the spring that came out
0: of
6: his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark, Ruger Ruger Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark 3. That's that's a 3D maze. That you have to wear, you know. You're basically, you're basically a blindfold and trying to put together a 3D maze. Yeah, and they, I, and the they next time you should leave to the gunsmith.
2: And they fixed it for the Mark IV, which we can't buy out here. Right. <laughs> yeah.
6: Naturally. Yeah, I love a Mark IV light, but yeah, you know.
2: But you're, you, know. you
1: you hit it right on the head. When in doubt, you know, you know, the gun range San Diego has, you know, an in-house gunsmith that if you want uh-huh. somebody to do that for you, you know. I mean, you don't have to be a a gold member. I mean, it'd be nice because there's tons of benefits. But you can bring your gun in, and, and you guys will clean it as well.
6: We'll definitely take a look at it. Yeah, if we got time, we'll absolutely just give it a quick wipe down, that kind of thing. And uh, we're always—we're never going to say no to somebody who needs help with something. Right. So if anybody has, you know, a gun, hey, I want to know how to take this apart. I'm having an issue with it. Just give it up to one of us, and then we'll we'll take a look at it and right. definitely see what we can do.
1: Yeah, break out the torch, see if we can get it to come apart. Yeah, get a it. hammer and yeah, and a chisel. <laughs> we'll get this thing apart for you, buddy. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I can engrave my name on this with a chisel. Yeah. <laughs> so with all the new but, uh, gun owners you got coming in, what would you say you uh-huh. have more of, men or women? Uh, a lot more
6: both. Definitely more women. Uh, the ratio has been skewed um, a little bit, just a little bit towards women, but it's still a good, you know, wow. ninety-five to five ratio.
1: Awesome. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good chatting with you. Be safe and get back to work.
6: Yeah, uh, yes, sir. See you, Wendy. Good day.
0: Thank Thanks you. for coming. Right, thank you, Jason. All right,
1: folks. That's Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM eleven seventy. The answer. <laughs>